talk, motherfuckers. To twisted talking the metal. The talking of twisting. Twisted metal talk. Talk twist. Metal talking twisted. Hell yeah. Because we twisted. We're very twisted. You know what else is twisted? This fucking series is so bad. So bad. This so bad. This is the worst episode. It's uh, not get. It's not getting better. It got worse. It did get worse. Yeah. Like I last week, I mistakenly called that a bottle episode, and you corrected me in that it wasn't in one location. This is an actual bottle episode, and it's a bad one. It's really bad. It's so. Uh, where did we leave off last week? Uh, oh yeah, cut to black. Quiet. Quiet. Well, first, the episode title of this, this oh, week's yes, of episode is Drive Through. D R V T H R U. Which the restaurant in which this play, this episode takes place, the entire episode. Uh, is there a drive through? I didn't see a yes. drive through. He there crawls is. in the window. Got it. This episode melted my brain. So. It should have. I remember um, very little about it. Yeah, uh, it's 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 the least memorable, but also me memorable only how bad it is. So again, we get the thing where we don't resolve what happened last week. There's a huge jump, and clearly a lot happens that I'm guessing was cut, right? Because well, do we? No, I think we start with the flashback of Quiet and Loud, her brother, in happier times, buddy. They have their times working in the fields. In the OC, it says specifically they live in the yeah. OC. She, they're picking oranges, and she's like, I signed us to a contract. We have to fucking uh, work for four years, and then they're going to give us a beachfront estate. Now, it, it <laughs> is, is the implication here that they're, I mean, so there's slavery. Yes. There's just straight up slave. They just went back to slavery. They did, and it's not, it's weird because are they, uh, so it's like, it's more indentured servitude, right? It's not chattel slavery, although we'll get into it, but like, you, they're already working in a field, so they're working, and like, who's to stop anyone in this apocalypse from just taking a house on the beach? This, the, so the show takes, you know, effort to like they give it puts in effort to try to like build this mm, world out yeah but it leaves so many like just obvious questions yeah like it's kind of insane like yeah it just doesn't make any sense like after the shackles sorry everyone but sorry, after the shackles of ca capitalism have been thrown off by apocalypse how are like how do you get people to pick oranges for rich people how like how does that process work here it was a slow grind and we could probably talk the whole episode about this a slow grind of taking things away and making things harder and harder to live so that people don't realize that they're completely under the thumb of oligarchs right in our country currently but mm -hmm. like so imagine all that went away there's no credit. There's no fucking banking. All food is technically free because there's roving gangs. How do you wind up picking oranges for someone? Yeah. Well, it's also this. This could have been interesting, right? There's 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 an interesting idea buried in this that of all mm -hmm. places that would like just immediately revert to like antebellum slavery style shit. Right. 
right. uh, it would be Orange County. California. Of course. Yeah, Absolutely. Which I and will there, give them credit for that. There is something interesting there. And boy, howdy, do they fucking whiff it. Yeah. God damn. They sure is do. Is this not interesting and so hollow of a thing? Yeah, it's not. It's just not there. So, uh, brother is resistance and it says, fine, whatever. Uh, but first you have to, it doesn't matter. He's like, first you have to finish my orange tree. And she just cuts all the oranges with a hatchet. And he's like, which <laughs> means, which is implying that every fucking other person picking oranges is like a moron. Yeah. That they don't, th no one thought of that because yeah. Yeah. And there's no, none of the machinery survived. But it's her, her, it's her trusty hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. Remember she threw it into the tire last yeah, week. Yeah. She, She's that's her weapon, weapon of choice. This is the, this episode's the origin story of her axe. Yes. Of her, uh, of her Coleman camping hatchet. <laughs> So we're going to be cutting between that flashback storyline and present day. So we've done our first cut back to present day. Quiet is waking up seemingly from last week, but they're in a fast food restaurant called Astral Burger. And first thing she sees is like a guy wrapped in tinfoil and he's got like a note on him that's like, my name is Zach and... I'm going to the mothership and I'm going to a better place. And, her and of and course, of course, the the obvious joke they go for here is they go to Uranus, right? Yeah, they're going to Uranus. Again, the germ of a good idea here that in the apocalypse, there would be cults, right? Like, of I course there that. would. There yeah. absolutely would be random cults who have, like, they've lost all hope and everything. And then they just make up stuff to try to make of themselves course. feel better about their plight. Again, an interesting idea here. Yeah. It completely shoved in here to make a bad joke about Uranus. Right. Of course, which no one's pronounced it that way that's outside of sixth grade. It's Uranus. Um, and Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Uh, so they, they get to talking. They imply something happened, but also acknowledge that she was passed out the whole time. So it's just super fucking confusing. And then she's like, well, I'm going back to kill Stone. He's like, oh, I found you all fucked up. He's going to kill you. She wants to go back and kill Stone. Yes. That's her plan. Yes. Now, don't forget from last week's episode that she had decided to not do that. Yes, correct. She was trying to flee. Sorry, yes, yes. Because she, her uh, the ghost of her dead brother told yes. her it wasn't worth it. And now she escaped the Grim Reaper. Yes. Thanks yes. to John Doe. And immediately forgets that this is what I'm saying when these characters are just poorly written. Yes. They don't follow their own internal logic. In no and, way, that's, shape, or form. and I'm starting to blame the actors less, right? Because me too. I me think, too. I think it's about it's impossible to act out this type of writing in a, yes. in a convincing, meaningful way. Well, you can always tell. At least I can. My wife and I always talk about this when you're watching something. You can tell when an actor doesn't fucking buy it, no matter what they do. And they're, you, they're just like, this is bullshit, but I have to do it. It's my job. And I feel like that's the entire series for these actors, except for Nev Campbell. She's just having such a good time working oh, two yeah. days. She might be, she's, her performance is the best just because, I mean, she's playing a person that doesn't care about anyone and she clearly right. doesn't care about yeah. this. But yeah, these two don't buy it. They're just... They're not there, and yeah, and I, God bless Anthony Mackie. He is trying so, oh, so hard. hard, so hard. He to is be trying charming. so hard yeah. with this just dog shit. Dog shit. Like, 
I mean, he's got to fire his agent for this, right? I mean, it it depends. I mean, he's in the, he's Captain America still technically, but I don't know. Maybe they'll be like, eh, we're good. We'll we'll figure out something else to do with this that. This show's going to make them kill off Captain America. Yeah, he's going to die in the opening fucking 12 seconds of the next Captain America and then Sebastian Sands going to take it over like everyone wanted anyway. Yeah, because Sebastian Stan would never do this. No. He did the the scammer movie with uh, Julianne Moore. Anyway, that's a different podcast. Um, but yeah, so they're getting into an argument and they are, oh, they are so oh, mad at each heated. other. Oh, there's, you can feel it, the heat. And, and you know we, what? There's a thin line between. Arguing and fucking. Hell yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that. The, the good so, kind, you know? Yeah. The good kind of fucking. So, of course, they start just going after each other, tearing off clothes, and eventually wind up in the ball pit of this fast food restaurant. Fucking their brains out in the ball pit. Which, I mean, you would never catch me dead in a ball pit. Ball pits are disgusting. Dis- how much fucking kid you know much- urine and vomit oh my God. and feces is in that? It's for kids who aren't clean. They're fucking dirty little fucks. And plus it's been like, plus you know the cult was shitting and pissing in there. Because what else are they going to use it for? Absolutely. Yeah. Or they were fucking in it. Yeah, or the, yeah, that was their sacred space. They went under the ball so no one could yeah, see their naughty the spl- bits. The splooge pit. Yeah. Um, and the needle drop during this, uh, this fuck fest is, uh, what's it called, Tipsy? Yeah, Everybody in the Club Getting Tipsy by Jaquan. Yeah, I put the notes and I am sure of it. They wanted to use hot in here, but could, could never secure it. It's getting hot in here, so let's take off all our clothes. Because this yeah, song makes ne- no the sense. The Nelly Jam. The Nelly Jam. I forgot it was Nelly. Because yeah. this song makes no fucking sense in this scene. Well, getting I guess tipsy? That, that fits. This fucking whole show doesn't make it. Well, but at sense. least there's some internal logic. Anyhow. Uh, so then we cut back to the flashback as after their, you know, during their fuck. And we see that things really, really changed for Quiet and uh, Loud. She is now a slave. Uh, yeah, and it's like an attentive to the, uh, sorry, but master slave, this this awful Orange County white woman, and Quiet like has a uniform, and this is key, she's not allowed to talk, buddy. Huh? Uh-huh. So now we're explaining for that she doesn't talk earlier in the series. Doesn't make sense. Uh, and they go into fast food, the same, well, I guess technically it's not the same, it's the same chain, but it's also the same set. Uh, fast food restaurant. It's another Astral Burger, but you can tell it's just redress set, of course, because it's a bottle episode. Uh, and she's like, "Go get me a black hole burger, and don't be an asshole." And Quiet just nods, and we see that she's missing her finger. And all the people wear necklaces of fingers and ears, and all the other slaves are missing body parts. Again, the germ of an interesting idea. Here. Yes, yes, mutilation. Like again, there's all the. If you took all these elements and you handed them to smart writers, there'd be a good idea. There's something good here, but they don't know what to do. So she goes to the counter to order. It's loud. Her brother, he doesn't talk either. So they fucking stare at each other for a while. And then the manager comes out and he's going to be a character. And he's like, guys, there's an active shooter. We got to lock down the restaurant. So they shut the lights and lock the door. And that's the end of that flashback. Again, this could be something. Right. Exactly. 
Um, that might be the most infuriating thing about this show. Yeah. Is this show presents you with something that uh, is constantly presenting you with something that could be interesting. Right. And then they, they you know, do the hard work of saying, but what if it wasn't? Yes. What if this interesting thing wasn't was just interesting? Nothing. What if it was just nothing? Yeah. What if it just crap? Yeah. Cut back to the present. Uh, is it, there's some uh, postcoital uh, regret on Quiet's face? They're uh, both in the ball pit. For some reason, they're in different areas of the ball pit, but whatever. And she's like, she's kind of gone back again, and is like, I got to get out of here. So again, the germ of a good funny bit, funny gag here is she's trying to get dressed and get out of the ball pit, ball pit without waking John Doe up. That's impossible. So it is funny. And she, what's her name, is a good comedic physically physical actress. She's moving in a way to not make noise. But of course, she's going to make noise. It's a good gag. Uh, she does get outside. That's uh, the bell, the ding ding, wakes up John Doe. The bell on the door of the Astro Burger. Mm -hmm. She gets out. He's like, where are you going? I'm going to kill Stone. We're back to the same. The fucking show laps itself at this point. They're having the same exact discussion they had before. But this time, it's not interrupted by banging. It's interrupted by a sci-fi special effects storm on the horizon. A Wat Wat a Sammy Watkins storm. Oh, a Sammy Watkins storm, which is apparently its defining characteristic is non-fatal lightning. We'll get to that. Uh, so they run back inside the first at some point they had thrown the dead body that was wrapped in tinfoil outside and the lightning hits it catches on fire that's an ongoing gag and then they're dodging lightning strikes in the pot parking lot and boy uh you you talked about the funeral uh car scene in the uh last episode as the worst possible uh special effect ever and I think this might be a winner. The them running through a clearly sunny day on location in a fucking Carl's Jr. parking lot, dodging fake lightning. Yeah, color and, corrected to make it look like a stormy day, which yeah, is so fucking funny. So fucking funny. So like it's it looks how like YouTubers would like do like oh yes. it's stormy out. <laughs> it's stormy, so we'll make the the, the fucking uh, sky kind of greenish. Anyhow, they dodge a lightning. I still think like, the mannequin in the in the car is the worst thing I've ever seen. This yeah, this is bad in a like different her, like way. Like the mannequin's wig like shaking as yeah. the car falls out of the back of the truck. It's just it's absurd. Yeah. Um and then uh, she, they get inside, and he, that was close. But what about your car? And he runs, and he moves Evelyn, and on his way back in, this is when he drives, dives in. For some reason, he decides not to go into the front door, even though he's right there. He dives through the drive-through window, and just as he does, he's hit in the back by this non-fatal bolt of Watkins lightning, and he's all hurt. And then it's time for a uh, a second flashback, another flashback, and. Is this where, uh, I forget why the Reapers show up. Do you remember? Because the active shooter. Okay, yeah. The so active they, shooter shows up in the parking lot of the, that's right. of the burger joint yeah. and blows someone's brain out and is, is attempting to, to remove the veil. Yes, because she is saying it's all bullshit. She has the same uniform as Quiet. She's missing and and as uh, as her brother, and she's missing a finger just like them. And she's like, it's all bullshit. There's no, it's a lie. There, you're never gonna get the property. This whole contract is bullshit. And then the Reapers, the Reaper, they say Reaper singular. Anyhow, Reaper shows up, which is two 
nondescript probably PAs with face masks uh, covering half their face. They shoot her in the head and they have, my friend, the same purple uh, hearse that you may have seen in episode one. Mm. Uh -huh. I wonder if that's going to come up again. In the biz, that's what we call a callback. That's a callback. Yeah. Um, and Quiet and the brother just kind of look at each other like, hmm, I wonder what's going on with this. Might she be onto something? Might she be telling the truth, this crazy lady? It took them this long. It took a crazy lady uh, getting absolutely fucking demolished outside of a burger place for them to realize this might not be, this deal might not be what they think it is. Let's, let's play a game. How long after you're told they're going to cut off your finger do you, do you or I realize this deal is bullshit? Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and I yeah. say, you know what? I'm not doing this. Oh, we'll yeah. kill you. You're going to kill me anyway. So I'm yeah, gonna... you're, you're going to have to fucking catch me first, you sack yeah, of shit. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm not this stupid. I can't talk and you're going to cut off my finger. But if I do this for four years, you're going to give me a beach house? I don't fucking think so. Anyway, um, we uh, we come back uh, to, uh, to the present and uh, they're... What are they doing? They're just sitting and talking at this point. Oh, they're waiting out the storm and they're throwing uh, lids, uh, soda top lids through the cardboard mascot of the, uh, of the, of the Astro Burger. And they have a little game going, which is uh, whoever makes it, the other person gets to ask the other person a question. So she- Because they're in high school. Because they're in fucking high school. And he makes the first one. He's like, what's the best place you've ever been? Do and she you says, like, like me? Do you like, like <laughs> a circle? Yes. Uh, he asked the greatest place she's ever been. She says Disneyland. He doesn't know what that is, which is an odd thing. An odd detail. I guess he... Well, he doesn't remember anything pre-apocalypse. That's true. So he's probably a Disney fucking scion. If we're going to turn out at the end of the series. Uh, and then he... She asks him the same question when she makes it. He says the container store... I kind of like and then he's like hey you know what now that we've been fucking we should be partners and she's like I can never be partners because because he basically she's like <laughs> she's like it's implied that the promise of a house in New San Francisco is triggering her because of what she went through in the OC because mm -hmm. she's promised a house and she doesn't want which to. again I mean the fact that John Doe doesn't see anything super sketchy with this fucking deal. Yeah. I mean, she she is somehow smarter than him, and she's one of the stupidest people in this post-apocalyptic world. Clearly. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck, it, what the, where this conversation goes. They end up fucking again in the ball pit. We cut back to the past. Uh, I guess they're still on lockdown, and the brother grabs Quiet into the... Um, uh the freezer of that astral burger i think it's just the prep area oh yeah prep area and they start talking and she's like this is there's something going on that that crazy lady might have been on to something he's like yeah maybe we should get out and that's when the manager comes in and boy are they in trouble buddy they're, they're talking to trouble. each other they're speaking and he's like i'm gonna fucking get you and there's some fucking distraction happens some other bullshit goes down maybe that's when the fucking person shows up but he's like this isn't over and they're like yeah it's fucking over we're leaving um and then i think they run outside and this might be a cutback later but i'm just gonna finish this bullshit story because we're really close to the end of this episode mm -hmm. and God. so the manager turns in 
the them to the reapers and he's like get him get him but first i'm gonna cut the brother's ear off and he does and he puts on his fucking necklace and he's just not paying attention while he's doing this because he looks up and both reapers have had their throat slit and they're dead on the ground and he's like uh-huh and then quiet uh, slits his throat and grabs a brother and they have a big hug and he calls her bunny bear or whatever her stupid nickname is and then they are off because we have perfectly set the table for episode one thank god we had so many questions they take the reaper's car and they're off and i needed to know where they got that car thank you for all the character development twisted yes Yes. now i better understand quiet and her plight now i understand the way she is and why she faked being quiet after she was clearly talking in this episode she was just used to being quiet Except she wasn't because right after that she was talking to her brother. Um, so then they start fighting in the present. They start fighting again uh, and they're trying to sleep and she keeps moving the ball pit. This is him off. He keeps moving under tinfoil, which whatever. She starts to try to cook a burger. <laughs> this is the, just the worst writing you're ever going to find, folks. Uh, and the propane is out. It's a frozen she, burger. Is a frozen burger. How and is it frozen still? How is it frozen still? What? They're twenty some fucking years later. It's bad anyway. It's bad anyway. It's long past its date. But she can't get the propane. It, it turns out it's empty. So she goes to um, she goes to get the, a full one, which is right around the corner, and she goes to pick it up, but it's really heavy. And he's like, "Let me help you. I don't need your help." And then he grabs one side, but she still has her hand on that side. And he says. You have to let it go. <laughs> maybe see, you know what? I'm fucking I'm maybe I'm tripping here, but I think he's I don't think he's talking about propane. He's not talking about propane. He's talking about the past. He's talking about her trauma. He's helping her, dude, you in more heal. ways than one. He yeah. telling her she had to heal. Beautiful. And she starts crying and she breaks down. And he's like, Yep, I got through to her. Yeah. And then uh, the storm passes. He wakes up. She's gone. He's like, I really thought he didn't say this, but this is the idea. He really thought he got got through her this time, but she's off to kill Stone. Uh, and, and this is this is another uh, this is one of those fucking classic TV tropes, right? Where oh fuck, she's gone. Yeah, of course. Another just in the long line of tropes of this show. He goes outside. He's like, well, uh, live and learn, I guess. I don't know what he says. And he goes outside, and she's like. Morning sleepyhead, and she's like packing up Evelyn the car. Mm-hmm. And she didn't then, actually go. No, she was just she, an, she's an early riser, buddy. Like Earth, she's starting to heal. She, <laughs> she's the Watkin storm of her emotion has passed. Yeah, in fact, she's over it completely now. She's over all of her yeah. trauma. She's all because, smiles. Yeah, because of the propane metaphor. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. He Healed did it. He her. doesn't. Healed yeah, he's does. He's more than a milkman. He's a help man something so they get on the road and i wish someone had been watching this i watched it alone on my computer i wish someone because there's a shot of him driving and her just sitting there and she rolls down the window and i was like she's gonna do the fucking hand thing where she sticks her hand out and she rides the current of the air only someone only someone who's healed from emotional trauma can do such things because she's celebrating it you know that's like a sign for for the wanderlust of youth or some bullshit she absolutely fucking does it and i think that's it i think then we cut to yeah they drive towards new chicago oh whoa 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 wait it says uh, Chicago X miles, but someone has spray painted on the sign 
Calypso is real. <laughs> so yeah, Calypso is real, Calypso, buddy. We know. Yeah, he's real. He's real. We've heard. We've heard mention. Are we going to hear more? He's real. Yeah. Yeah. He's real, and so is this episode. It's real, real. Unfortunately, real, now real we're six episodes. Episodes. Ipsy. We are six episodes yeah. in, and they still haven't reached New Chicago. He has absolutely blown this timeline. Like this time, it was frame eight he days. Had, yeah, he's absolutely fucking blown it. But we are supposed to believe that this has only been like four days. Yeah, four days. This yeah. all happened in four days. Like I think they've gone day to night to day nine or ten times at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's so. he's absolutely fucked this up completely. But hey, yeah. hey, but that's hey. that's that the timeline like the metal in the show is twisted <laughs> see what you did there yeah uh so according to you or for what you've heard at least next episode are we getting manzukas it's zook's time may i think so oh god thank please it's all i've been it's all i've had is thinking about that I and mean, this episode was dog fucking shit top to yeah bottom. this might be the worst episode i i can't i can't make an argument that it's not right the writing is just so bad. It's unforgivably bad. It's it's absolutely adolescent. It's like a teenage girl wrote this. And I don't... Sorry, but that's what it reminds... Like, the, you have to let it go. Are you kidding? You know what I think? I'm going I'm to hit you with a conspiracy theory. Oh. Hit me. This show, I think they were going to shit can. Okay. I think they happened? were going to throw this show right in the dumpster. Mm -hmm. But then the writers went on strike. So Peacock put this out to make people think, do we need to pay these writers that much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this bad. is I think this is a strategy by the, you know, whatever AM AMT MPM AMPM MPM yeah. yeah to uh to undermine the efforts of the ongoing writer strike and i will say we're not falling for it peacock no, we know so these you are can bad shove writers. all this bad content down our throats and, but we still think writers should get paid maybe not these writers but writers in general so these writers are probably on strike right now they're probably picking in front of fucking nbc universal's offices <laughs> and everyone's just looking at them like "Ooh, you guys are not they're looking at not. they're looking at like clever what they think are clever puns on their signs like oh yeah. fuck, god yeah go You've home gotta, yeah so do you were we won't stay quiet and there's a picture of the twisted metal logo yeah, people are like yeah. i don't know what that means and it's yeah. horrible yeah i've never seen that show nobody's seen oh that my show. god so we're more than halfway through, closer to Manzukas. We might be right before Manzukas. We, we, it can't. You said this, but now I'm saying it. It can't get worse. It can't. I can't get imagine worse. it getting worse. A bottle episode with a fake fucking storm of. I think it's also very storm. clear that they planned on this being more than ten episodes. Yeah, there's a lot cut out. Yeah, like these little moments between episodes. These things. I, if that's the gag, then you've got to lean in harder and be yeah. like, can you believe it? And then this happened. You know what I yeah. mean? You can't just act uh, we, like we, we didn't bring this up. This is another episode directed by Maggie Carey. Oh, OK. Um, Director of the to do list. Damn you to hell, Maggie. Um, Damn you to yeah, hell. I, I'll say this to Peacock. Release the Carey cut. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, release the Let's character. see it. Let's see uh, the character. But I'm assuming it's somehow worse than this. Yeah, like the editor saved her. Yeah. Just like, no, we can't. We can't put that yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, God, God bless the editors on this show. They're trying. Them and Anthony Mackie, trying. Because if this is what came out, I can only imagine how bad it actually was. I can't imagine for seeing the first assembly cut of this series and being like, holy fucking shit. Can you shit, imagine the editor, do? the AE, who had to like watch the daily, the first dailies from this? He's like sitting there, he's got his and he's like, fucking... I, he's like, I can't run this off the flagpole how bad this is because then yeah. I'll talk myself out of a job. Yeah, then they'll fucking can it. I've got to, I've got to act like it's got potential. It's, oh, it's, yeah. there's stuff in there. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's all there. That's what he says. Don't yeah. ask. What do you it's think? All of we'll find it's it all there. in the edit. We'll find it in the edit. It'll be fine. Ooh, oh man. Boy. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Not good, no, folks. Not good. Not good. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, yes. You're welcome for us watching this, because goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. Uh, and make sure you check us out every Tuesday where we talk about PlayStation yeah. 2 games. And sure. every Friday where we talk about this hunk of shit show. Yeah. And make sure you subscribe to our Spotify or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, wherever the fuck you get your podcasts. All We're places. there. We're ready to entertain you. Also, follow us on Instagram at DiscreetAirPod. Go over there to find out what our YouTube is because we have a YouTube now. Uh, We also have a Twitter. I don't know any of that information, but our our social meds guy, Ron, knows all of that. The king of social meds. And he uh, he runs our Instagram. So if you have any questions for him, blow him up on on Instagram. Whatever you do, just engage with us. Please do. It, it, we're living in our own post-apocalyptic wasteland right now not hearing from you not hearing from our our loving listeners we're getting hit by watkin storms lightning all the time yeah calm the watkin storm of my heart there that's even re- the title by reaching stuff. out yeah oh my god <laughs> all right well we will see you next week we'll see you then bye